What is up, my friends? It's episode number motherfucking three of the Eloquent Savage podcast with me, your host, Steve Krebs. As always, the Eloquent Savage podcast is brought to you by CoachSteve.com. <laughs> if you're a male entrepreneur looking to level up in all areas of your life, your body, being, balance, and business, head on over to CoachSteve.com. We can have a little conversation to see how I can help you. So today's topic, we're going to run through a few things. We're going to talk a little bit about ego, competition, collaboration, and we're also going to have a little discussion about good old Mayweather versus McGregor coming up August 26th, the single biggest combat sporting event of all time. We're going to touch on that first because it's the biggest talking point inside of the industry right now, inside of MMA, boxing, jiu-jitsu. Everybody's talking about this. People that have no idea about combat sports whatsoever are talking about this, and it's incredible. The crazy part is ticket sales not so great at this point for the actual event. I think a lot of people are going to sit home, watch it on pay-per-view. It's one of the most expensive pay-per-views of all time at $100 inside of boxing, MMA, anything. But the reality of this game is that the boxing game, the fight game, is based in a, in a world of ego, right? It's a mental battle, and Conor McGregor is probably the greatest example out of anyone in the game of what being a very savvy, smart individual inside of this game, and actually building it off of his, his talent and his work ethic, because you can't take it away from the guy. Number one, he's an incredible mixed martial artist. Incredible. He iced Jose Aldo, Jose, <laughs> in 13 seconds. And I was actually there with my wife and my good friend, Luca Josevar. We were sitting there at T-Mobile Arena. Actually, that was MGM. It was at the MGM. And it's just amazing to me how many times old Mystic Mac has called his shot and then backed it up, which if you've competed in anything, you realize how hard that is. Now, this is a guy that's risen to the top of the UFC inside of mixed martial arts and become one of the biggest names in combat sports history. And there's a lot of shit talking going on and people talking him down and the fact that he got tapped out by Nate Diaz. And we can have another whole conversation on that because I'm such a massive Diaz Brothers fan. I think they're the two of the best mixed martial artists of all time, the toughest dudes in the world, originator of the Stockton Slap, some of the best jiu-jitsu and boxing that you'll ever see, two of the toughest dudes on the planet. So it's crazy to me that so many people will doubt Conor McGregor based on that one loss when he took the fight on short notice against a bigger, taller man with incredible boxing and... When it comes down to it, everybody loses. So Helio Gracie, the great originator of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, said, I can't wait to meet the man that can finally beat me and how I will lose. And if you think about that statement, it's very similar to samurai culture, to Viking culture, warrior ethos across the board. True warriors go to battle to find their better, find the guy that will beat them so they can learn and expand. Now, back in the day, there was no learning and expanding. If you were beat on the battlefield, it was over for you. But the beauty of the sport of mixed martial arts, boxing, jiu-jitsu, and in business is there is immediate feedback. Jiu-jitsu, mixed martial arts, these are games where it's high-level problem-solving with dire consequences, as my man Joe Rogan would say. High-level problem-solving with dire fucking consequences. So this conversation of ego, and then talking about McGregor and Mayweather in this boxing match that's set to happen here in about two weeks... It's a perfect example of when your ego is bridled and used for the forces of good. Now, Conor McGregor and Mayweather are most likely both going to make $100 million or more, probably or more, in this 12, I think it's a 10-round fight. 
and everybody's watching this shit. I don't care what anybody ha- wants to say about this. You talk about how ridiculous it is. The boxing purists are talking it down. It's ridiculous that they're allowing McGregor in the ring with somebody like Floyd Mayweather. But I have a different outlook on this and a different opinion and a different insight. The fact of the matter is every mixed martial artist boxes. Now, they may not box at the highest level. They may not have the skills of most professional boxers. But you're talking about a guy that has single-handedly taken over the UFC, who has a very unorthodox outlook and approach to the sport. And he is preparing like a motherfucker. And at the end of the day, when you put two guys in a ring, anybody can get beat on any given day. Now, you have Floyd, who is the best counterpuncher of all time. He's almost untouchable, but he has been touched, and he's been hurt in the past. What I'm interested to see is what happens when Conor gets in there, bodies him up, and shows him all these different looks, how he switches his stance, how he has different head movement. And, let's be straight, he is in Floyd's head. Now, my heart wants to say Conor's got a chance, and I'm rooting for him, but my head just continues to say that I think Floyd is going to evade him for three to five rounds and box him up, just counterpunch, move, and outpoint him. But, at the end of the day, it's a goddamn fight. But going back to this conversation of ego involved in this conversation of the McGregor versus Mayweather and business and everything else that we have moving forward, this competition versus collaboration, I'm going to touch on that later on. But right now, if you look at this, this is single-handedly the best promotion ever in combat sports. And even people that say they're never going to watch it, guess what they're going to do on that day of August 26th? They're going to find somebody that's ordering the fight or go online and be a scumbag and watch it on live stream instead of paying for it, not realizing that behavior like that actually affects your mindset. And people that are successful never pull that shit, by the way. People that are successful never pull the, hey, I'm going to get the free fucking online version of it because I'm going to avoid paying for something. They realize that those guys work their asses off and that investment is a payoff and it's the payment for you enjoying that contest. That can be another whole rant in itself. But when the ego is controlled, now you may look at those two and think that they are egomaniacs, which inside of fighting, you have to believe in yourself on another level. But they have used and bridled their egos to create massive paydays, entertainment, businesses, promotional companies. Now, flip side of that, if the ego gets away from them, most likely they'd be fist fighting on the first promotional tour because of what they were saying back and forth to each other. They both realize that this is a business. They both realize that they are master marketers and seducers inside of this game. And if you're a business person and you are not taking notes on how they are promoting this fight and the way that they are interacting and building this thing up, you are a goddamn crazy person. So I'm going to do a podcast, special podcast on this with my main man, Tony Jeffries, who's a bronze medalist in the Olympics from the UK. One of my trainers, when I was living in Santa Monica, I worked with him two to three times a week uh, with boxing. He beat the shit out of me one day. Side note, he hit me so hard in the body that I actually, my asshole kind of like felt like it blew out. (laughs) True story. So Tony and I are going to do a podcast down the line here right before the event. And uh, I was going to go to it live, but I decided I'm going to go over to my main man, Garrett J. White's house to watch it with a bunch of people rather than traveling to uh, Vegas. So let's talk a little bit about when the ego gets out of control and it creates competition versus collaboration. Now, what I mean by that is sometimes I'll be triggered by people that are in the same industry as me. And I create this weird, unhealthy competition in my mind. I'm not talking about healthy competition. 
I'm talking about unhealthy competition that actually absorbs and engulfs my mind with negativity and shit talking and just it, nothing that supports where I actually want to go or what I want to do. And when the ego is checked, what I saw inside of this story for myself is that it actually creates collaboration, meaning I can learn from these other people. Rather than looking at things in a negative light, rather than seeing this, all this, this stuff as a, as, a, as a weird kind of warped competition, I started seeing it as a collaboration. So communicating with these people, taking from what they're doing, actually giving them credit for the things that they've innovated and built rather than walking around motherfucker in this guy in my mind. And the only way that this happens is by actually me controlling my ego through the work. Now, if you're a male entrepreneur and you're looking for help in this, just go to coachsteve.com and we can sit on a conversation and see if you're the right fit for my coaching program, which is powered by Wake Up Warrior and the Warrior Movement. But that's another conversation in itself. At the end of the day, what I want you to look at is where in your life right now are you allowing your ego to make you compete in an unhealthy manner rather than to collaborate. And I want you to look at your relationship. I want you to look at your business. I want you to look inside of your own body and your spirituality and see where the fuck you are actually creating problems through stories. And the ego is going to be a topic over and over and over again. And it's the same thing inside of the way we train inside of the training room, inside of the dojo, is when you allow yourself to go to this place of competition rather than collaboration with your training partner, well, all of a sudden people start getting hurt, you get beat up, you get injured, and I'm guilty of this shit myself. Get a white belt in the mix and he starts going a little too hard, what do I do? Well, I go hard too because I want to teach him a lesson. Rather than just stopping, collaborating with him, meaning just letting them know that they're actually causing more problems than good, they're not actually going to learn the art of jiu-jitsu, a.k.a. the gentle art, if they don't slow the fuck down, calm down, and learn the right way. So I want you to answer that question for me because remember, this podcast is not just about you listening to me rant and rave and talk about all kinds of crazy shit. It's also about you learning, expanding, growing, and answering the tough questions so that you can move forward in your life, that you can get more clarity in your life, more insight, and more power. So once again, this is episode number three of the Eloquent Savage podcast. Touch on a lot of stuff today, but right now without, a, without having a guest on, these are going to be a little bit shorter, anywhere from 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes if I'm really on one that, that day. Remember, Eloquent Savage podcast is brought to you by CoachSteve.com, and uh, the EloquentSavage.com will be live by the time you listen to this. So head on over there, subscribe. There's a new free and secret Facebook group, Eloquent Savage Podcast. If you're interested in it, look it up or look me up, Steve Krebs online on Facebook and I will get you added to the group where we have conversations just like the one we had today about fight sports, MMA, BJJ, everything imaginable, comedy, improv, all the shit that I'm into. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you guys on episode four. Have a great one. I'm out of here.